Welcome back to Live at the Roxy on this episode 342. Is that where we are? What? It is Sunday, February 21st, and I'm not alone today because the amazingly talented uh, singer-songwriter, people written up about, Lauren LaGrasso is in the house. Hi, Lolo. Wait, did we, lo- did we lose Lauren for the very start of the show? Is that what happened? She kicked the internet. Or maybe she didn't. I'll put. I'll take her out. I'll put her back in. Take her out. It's three forty-three, Rob. Wow. What did I say? Three forty-two. Hello. Hi. Got you. How come? We just had a whole conversation. Can you guys see her? Can you hear her? Is she frozen for all y'all? It's just like. It's just like legit. Legit. Oh, not here. I see. No, you're here. Okay, now you're here. I see we better. We got Lauren. Oh my gosh. We had a full blown 10 minute conversation with perfect internet. And then we started and then just, it doesn't. The internet got nervous. Yeah. They say she's back. Oh, Jerry Garza says frozen like Texas. Too soon, Jerry. Too soon. Lo, when's the last time you were here? Months ago? Yeah, it was uh, November 20th. No, wait, 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 wait. No, we were here briefly for the 300. Oh, I thought you said you met in LA. Yes. No. The last time I was here was for your 300th episode. Okay. Well, uh, and that was 42, three days ago. So that's whenever. Too long. January. The, the time, the time thing. It's not yeah. computing anymore. Well, you know, I just recently, do you keep a journal at all? Yeah. Okay, so I just recently started doing the morning pages because I interviewed Julia Cameron for- uh, Wait, What do you mean the morning pages? So the morning pages are um, something from this book called The Artist's Way. And it is a practice of writing three pages of whatever comes to your mind when you first wake up. Three and the pages? Th- three pages in a, in a journal. So it's like not like you're in a regular notebook, but three pages of whatever comes out. So it could be you write, I hate, I don't want to write. I don't want to write. I'm so tired. Or it could be you like start writing a poem. Like it kind of runs the gamut. Um, but ever since I've been doing those, and, and the theory is you do those because it gets all of the anxiety and the BS out of your brain in the morning. So it's not inhibiting you when you're like going about to go to like try to create something. Um, but it really has reduced my anxiety. But the other thing is it's helped me keep track of time a little bit more. So just so I know, because this seems like a totally up my alley thing. Um, yeah. You start writing three pages the second you wake up mm-hmm. and every single day you do that, you could write about whatever you want in any kind of journal you want. There's no like prompt or anything. It's just like exactly journal. Okay. Just and- whatever free flow, free flow comes flow, <laughs> free flow comes out of your head. Because the reason I was never able to keep a journal is because I always felt the pressure of being like, today I did blank, blank and blank. And I felt this way. And, and it was too much pressure and too many regulations. I like this because I end up tracking the things I'm doing anyway but there's no guidelines to it. So it's just kind of like blah. And then you end up keeping kind of more track of your life and of the date, which is important right now. So you do date them? I date them. And I also say the day of the week they are, because I think that's helpful when you're looking back. 
I try to, when we start this show, I've recently, I don't know if you guys at home have noticed, but I've started looking at the top right of my screen. I say out loud, it is Sunday, February 21st. So just so I know, just so yeah. we all like know where we are, because I, I don't know if you found this low and also we're in different states right now. So maybe it's different because you're across the country, but right now I am finding more than all of the other 343 days of quarantine right now, people are losing their shit. Oh yeah. Like it's just not, it's too much. It's too much. Yeah. And nobody's acting like themselves. And so it's so hard. I don't know if any of your, um, friendships or family ships or whatever on the rocks. I do see she's frozen. She keeps freezing in these really, really pretty positions though, with like these big, bold, beautiful smiles on her face. What do I do? I'll remove her again. I'll bring her back in. We'll see if it works. Bringing Lauren back to life in five, four, zombie style, three, two. I see her. Yeah. Oh no, she froze again. She froze again. Damn. Well, maybe she'll tell, maybe she'll, uh, what, do you, what do I mean maybe? We know she'll figure it out. She'll figure it out some way. Come hell or high water, it's Lauren LaGrasso, so she'll do it. While she is doing that, um, I will tell you guys that I have been very, very, um, <laughs> she froze into a new position again. <laughs> I've been very, very uh, impressed and proud and stoked for Lauren, and I'm really excited for her to come on. I'm always excited for her to come on. And I see that you guys have already put in questions in the Patreon for the $10 up people, and also in the Streamlabs and the Super Chat. There she is. It's our girl, Lil. I could hear you the whole time. I don't know what's going on. Um, I don't know, but it's like you're doing it on purpose because you keep freezing in these, like, it, it'll be like, like these <laughs> stunning positions and then frozen. Like, anytime I freeze, it's like. Well, I usually do freeze that way. So maybe I'm just having a good day. It is frozen outside. So I guess I'm on theme. Yeah. 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 No, not here. here. Yeah. That's really good. So you're back here. So it's frozen there, too. It's, I mean, not, not like Texas, but it is cold. It's been really cold. It's been snowy for a solid couple weeks now. Hmm. Yeah. Nana says when I freeze, I don't look that pretty. None of us Aww. do. It's a Lauren LaGrasso exclusive. Uh, speaking of Lauren LaGrasso exclusives. So since the last time she was here, she dropped the music video for Freak Show, which is just like unbelievable. If you have not checked it out, it is the first link in the description below. Like I put it in all caps because I'm a 12 year old girl. Who would I get excited about something? I write in caps still. Like, I don't even care. I know that there's this whole Gen Z versus millennial battle going on about all the stupid shit that us millennials do. What, they don't like caps? They don't like when we part our hair to the side. They don't like when we wear skinny jeans. They don't like when we use the laughing crying emoji. They don't like that we use oh. all capital letters. Like there's all the stuff going on. But I'm an all what caps. What have we candidate. ever done to them except support them? I'm sorry. I'm just an all caps kind of chick. Yeah. That's who I am. And so when I get excited about something, I don't do the uppercase lowercase thing like we used to do when we, I don't know if you used to do this in your AIM profile. Like, like you would do like capital L, lowercase a, capital U, capital R, lowercase e, capital N. So it looked like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, do I don't do that. that. I'm not okay, doing that okay. anymore. I just do all caps. So it's you graduated. Caps. Check it out. Um, and by the way, while you were there, like even while you're listening to the supple sounds of my voice right now. Wow, that was just so, so far off. My voice has never been supple a day in my life. It's like, eh, 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 I disagree. Eh. I disagree. Uh, I think it's a, it's sultry. Sound. 
as you're listening to this, click on the link. If you already have watched the music video, um, then watch it again after. And if not, just keep the tab open because I know how our minds work during this time. And I know that you guys, like you're going to plan on watching and then time's going to go by and then you're gonna be like, shit, I forgot to watch. So keep it open and leave a comment right now. Let's get those thumbs up on the video. She already has over a thousand views, which I was like, Lauren, blow the fuck up. Uh, <laughs> but let's get those views, those comments. If you leave a comment during this video, then I will give you guys a shout out. So leave a comment on her music video, leave that thumbs up um, and let us know what you think in the chat here. You guys already have told me, I've, I've heard in my discord and my Patreon and all over that you guys are obsessed with this one. Hmm. And I get it because Lo, this was like a next level music video. I mean, I, I was part of the first one. I wish I could have been uh, there on this team, but like you, you pimped this one out. Yeah. And it's wild because it was so much more simple to shoot. It cost a third of the first one. So, okay. Is that because you had the knowledge from the first one going into this? Or is that just because sometimes when you like let go things happen uh, or somewhere in between or something it's somewhere in between, but I think it's more B than a, like, I think it's me letting go because the first one I was so controlling and so scared and wanted everything to be perfect that I really sucked the joy out of the whole thing. Also had a lot more people involved, not my friends, but like just like crew, a lot more crew was involved. We had to rent a space for the first one. Like this was just more simple. We shot it in the desert. I rented a truck. We had five people, including me. Um, and, and during, was, during quarantine times. So yeah. that must have been uh, an added level of stress or was it not? No, totally. Because we had to make sure everybody was COVID safe, like tested. Everybody had to wear masks. We distance. Um, and it was, yeah. And we had to also find a place that was outdoors because not only did I think it was appropriate for the song, but I wanted to give us an extra level of safety so we weren't inside and more likely to spread. Well, that's all things that you needed to do. But I know that also, like, even with doing all of those things, it probably is still something on your mind. Somebody who's trying to create during this time, it's like, it's a lot. It's a lot to be thinking about all of the things. Anytime I'm trying to create something, I want to just focus on what I'm doing. But you've had to kind of step in and be your own um, producer and like quarantine expert and also the star of the show. Do you feel like, Maybe because you were so focused on other things, that's why this performance, because to me, this performance was just like so beautiful and like free. Oh, thank um, you. You know, I never even thought about the performance aspect of it. I was just thinking what about I'm thinking. Well, yeah, I'm curious. So what was your take on it? Because I, I don't really, I love the way it looks. I've watched it over and over again. It feels very me. It feels um, so you. That's yeah. exactly what it is, Lo. Like when I watched this, I was just like, she's just her in a gorgeous spot and like being free and like being just her and, and that really read like I loved your first music video and I thought that it was excellent but I definitely think it was more like staged and this is on this time and this is at this time this one was very like here I am and and this is how I move and this is how I breathe and this is how I walk and this is how I exist and so here I am yeah um, and that just really resonated with me yeah. And it, that brings tears to my eyes because I feel like that's the stage in my life I'm in right now. You know, it's like I think I tried so hard when I was younger uh, and even earlier, like in the past year um, to like fit into a box. And I think I'm finally like I'm just I'm done trying to do that. Like all I want to do is be myself and have freedom and empower other people to be themselves. And so I feel like this video is an extension of that. And I'm really happy it came through.
Where is that revelation coming from? Uh, I think all the self-development work I've been doing, you know, I've been in therapy for three and a half years now. Um, also I've just realized like, you know, I I've done a lot of amazing things in my career, but I think there've been a lot of times when I've really signed sidelined my own passion just because something else was in front of me. And, um, I'm just like fed up with all I'm fed up with like structures that try to inhibit us. And I just, I want nothing to do with it anymore. Whether that's like a familial issue that is keeping us small and like, you know, keeping us locked in shame or some sort of institution we're working with that wants us to only be one thing. I want to be everything that I am. And I just don't have the stomach. Like there was just a distinct, like a distinct moment. Actually, you know, I went through a little health thing in, um, in December and I didn't know if you were talking about that. I haven't really talked about it openly, but I, and I don't know if I'm ready to like say the exact particulars of what happened, but, um, that kind of instigated me to be like, when it first happened, I was like, Oh good. I thought, Oh good. Like if this, if something is truly wrong with me, this is good because then I can like rest and be myself. And that was like, a, a wow. Pretty- that was your first, that was the first thought process. Yeah. Wow. So that's pretty fucked up. <laughs> I, I don't think that's fucked up. I think it's telling. Yeah. Of where you were and like what you were looking for. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Wow. Wow. And so when I had that thought, that was kind of, there've been so many moments. It's like, it's hard. I actually probably like, that's a great question. Cause I can't give you a direct answer right now. Cause I don't know the, if there was like an exact moment, but I think that that time it was in late December when this happened, um, was also a pretty pivotal moment in shifting my perspective and being like, what am I really living for? And am I going towards something right now? Like just in general in my life that feels honest and authentic to me. And if not, how do I pull back the layers and get more toward myself? So what do you think in the chicken and the egg debate for this? What do you think comes first? Is the first thing the awareness to think, I don't want to feel like this anymore. I have to do everything I can to not feel like this anymore. Or is the first thing taking a small step. And then when you, when you get to the other side, or I don't even know if there is another side, but the, a further partner journey realizing, wow, I had been fed up. Thank God I made those decisions to change things because I, I now see that I just was not in an okay place. Um, I think for me, it was taking the first step. I think it's different for different people, but for me, I needed a lot of times in my life. I take a lot of baby steps before I take a giant leap. Um, and it's not something that I definitely want to do. Like I would like to get to a place where I can just make more cut and dried decisions. But for me, I, I wind up for a long time before I hit. And so that's what I had to do. Like I've been getting acupuncture and like going even harder toward therapy, doing the morning pages. I, I switched up my meditation practice in the morning. Um, I started doing like can a really cool- about that. I want to, yeah. okay, we'll, yeah, so- we'll, we'll, I'll circle back to it. Oh. Um, I'll make a note, making a yes, mental note. Yes, make a mental note. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think, and also I've prioritized rest. I mean, I know, and I know you're a person that struggles with this too. My whole life, I felt like my worth was tied up in my output. I still feel like that. I'm not out of that yet, but I've also realized that if I keep going the way I'm going to, I'm going to fucking burn out. So 
I don't want to do that. I feel like I have a lot more work to do. I feel like I have a lot more people who um, I want to help. And I have a lot more music I want to write and shows I want to create. And just I want to be with my family and friends. And I think that I have totally neglected the part of me that was just human and just only focus on the career piece. And um, I think that we we can't do that because it it it's going to have some sort of negative backlash at some point. When you refer to the part of you that's human, what does that mean? Is that the friends and family aspect? Is that the sleeping? Is that the meditation? Or do you mean like just listening to your wants? I think just knowing that I'm worthy, like that I don't have to prove that I'm worthy by like, you know, the People Magazine article is amazing. And I do like I'm not out of this yet. But the place that I'm trying to get toward is saying that just because I'm alive, because I was born and I believe this for all of us, because we are alive and we are born, we are inherently worthy of love and and just we're worthy like to be here. We deserve to take up space in the past. And even to this day, I very often tied up my worthiness with output and with what I achieve. So my output and my achievements. And I want to shift my focus from that. Still still do that, obviously, because that's my passion and it's what I love. It's what I'm here to talk about. And you know, I'm an artist through and through. But you can't be an artist if you don't acknowledge that you're a human. And um, I think that I've been neglecting that piece. I actually do not feel like a human anymore. Yeah. Uh, that definitely resonates with me because that I do not feel like a human being anymore. And I don't even know how to, that's why I'm kind of asking you, what does that mean to you? Because I don't even really know what that means that I like, why don't I feel like a human? I walk and I talk and I breathe and I um, function. So, yeah. so I am, I know that I am a human. I just don't feel like one anymore. And so I, it is hard to try to identify what does that mean to, to be able to balance things and to be able to feel like a human I don't know what that would even look like or what, what the aspiration is. Like if I want to feel like a human, what even, where even would that well, be? I think you and I have both prided ourselves on being machines. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> machines break though, you know? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah, definitely. At some that. point. Oh no. Oh, I hope she remembers what she was just going to say. At some point, at some point, what, Lord? <laughs> am, oh, I, yes, am I back? Yes. Okay. Yeah, well, no, I, I think that it's at some point, I don't remember what the at some no, point was. Sorry. No, I But I was going to say after that was like, it's not helping the situation we're in right now in quarantine. You know, like that doesn't help that because right now all we have to focus on is like work. You know, that's the only thing we can distract ourselves with and busy ourselves with. And we just keep going like this. But But when this energy is all you have, it's going to drop at some, at some point it will drop. Maybe that's what I wanted to say. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I think it's something you have to start questioning rocks because, uh, you can't keep this up forever. Or if you do life will stop you. If you don't stop yourself, life will stop you. I've been spending a lot of time sitting and thinking like, how did I get here? I don't know if you uh, do the same thing where you just you think about like, okay, legitimately, like not not in a vague way, not like how did I get here? When you sit and you think like, how did I get here? How did I get to this point where I'm about to be 30 years old? I am single. I am childless. I am not on television. And, I, and I'm working 100 hour weeks. 
So, and I don't, and I live 3000 miles away from my family who I don't see. So what specific decisions did I make that got me here? And how do I get, how do I get to that next part? And what is that next part even? Like, I don't even. Yeah. And, and yeah, so I think that I've been sitting, I read something that was like, Every, and I'm, I'm sure listening. I'm just messing with this. Yeah, do your thing. I'm, I'm sure we've all read quotes like this that are like, every decision you've made in your life, every little small decision has gotten you exactly to where you are today. And I'm, <laughs> I'm like, which ones though? Yeah, and I'm kind of like, is it every decision? Because like, I don't know. I don't know that that's true. I feel like also every circumstance I was in got me to where I am. And I, I don't know that it was all just only me, but maybe that's me not being willing to take responsibility for the fact that like I am where I've put myself. No, yeah, it's a mixture for sure. I think with that quote, you know, you take things really literally sometimes. Yes. <laughs> and I think that that quote means like how you deal with the circumstance too, right? Mm -hmm. Because also like you've gone through some really, really, really traumatic things in your life. And you've dealt with them really well, I as think. Best as, I could. as best as you could. And I think we also, like I was saying to my mom the other day, because my mom is somebody who spends a lot of time being like, if only I'd known then what I know now. I'm like, yeah, but mom, you didn't. Like, that's the point. But you didn't, but you didn't. Yeah. And, and I feel the same thing. Like, I mean, I didn't know I was a songwriter till I was 23. If I had known I was a songwriter when I was 15, how different would my life have been? But I didn't. So it's like, it's irrelevant. And for whatever reason, I am a person who believes that like, everything happens for a reason, even when we can't understand it. So for whatever reason, I didn't know. And so I learned later and like, I'm still in the thick of things today. Like, I don't know. It, it's hard. I don't think that there's like a direct answer to any of these things, but I do think you have to forgive yourself for what you didn't know. Love that one. Do you think you'll always feel like you're in the thick of it? Do you think there'll be ever a time where you don't feel like you're in the thick of it? I think I, there'll be a time when I feel like I'm not in the thick of it if I can actually do what I'm trying to achieve right now, which is love myself for just being alive. If I can't get there, I will always feel like I'm in the thick of it because there's always going to be more to achieve. This whole, the whole idea that you keep bringing up about like our output being our um, self-worth are what we're putting. I, I don't know that I am ready to not feel that way. Yeah, I, that seems like a weird thing to say, but like, I don't know how else I would judge myself if it wasn't based off of what I achieve, because it's kind of all I have. See, that's where you're wrong. But, but that you right, you might be right, but that's how I feel. Like I totally feel like that's what I've got. I and I I feel that way too, but I'm working toward changing my mind because that can be taken away from you. Like anything that can be taken away from not you if is I don't not let it, Lauren. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know. We're we're both clutchers. <laughs> we're like, oh, we're gonna make this happen. I mean, my dad. I remember. I think I've talked with you about this before. It was when I first moved to LA and I was really struggling. And he's like, well, how long are you gonna keep going at this? Well, Dad, I don't care if it takes till I'm eighty. I will never give up. Never. And I love that part of myself. I love that I really feel that way. And you but still also, feel that way. I still feel that way. That's still there. Okay. Yeah, that's still there. And, and again, I'm still. I still do feel very much attached. My worth does feel very much attached to my output. I just don't want it to continue that way because I don't think it's actually sustainable because there's always going to be a new level to get. And, and you can be excited about that and you can be proud of what you've done, but it's a very, very fine line of between being proud of what you've, you've done and like collecting your self-worth from what you've done. It's hard. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm very, very rarely proud of what I've done. I am always collecting my self-worth from what I've done. So maybe it is instead of taking away from my self-worth being from what I've done, finding ways to be more proud of what I've done. And so then maybe that second part will come. Yeah. Does that kind of make sense? I think that totally makes sense. Because you can be proud of your output even if you didn't get the outcome you wanted. Like I remember one time I was in therapy and like, my therapist must think I'm so annoying. Sometimes I'm like, I, I've actually asked her, I'm like, are you annoyed by me? I ask that question every day to every person I talk. Are you <laughs> mad? Are you mad? Did I just piss you off? Was that annoying? Am I being annoying? <laughs> I literally was like laying on the ground crying and being like, I'm such a disgrace. I've never done anything. And she's like, okay, let's just collect ourselves for a minute. <laughs> she's like, you can be disappointed in the outcome of what's happened. But right now you're being totally unrealistic. Like you've never done anything. That's just not even true. You know, it's like, but that's what the whole song, my song Freak Show is about. You know, it's about like being an artist or a person that lives with anxiety and just being a human on this earth and having these extreme thoughts and like kind of realizing we just kind of need to bring it center. Because either extreme, the, the extreme joy and elation and the extreme depression and, and downtrodden feelings, neither of those are sustainable. Something in the middle is. But it's hard to live in there if, if you're used to having these extreme emotions. Yeah, I think that that's very, very accurate. Because when I meet, this is a visual representation of me every month of my life. This, up, down, up, down. And then I think about wh- what people who are successful and people who are happy, what, or people who I deem to be those things, what it looks like for them. And for them, it's like this, just like a much smaller. It's not that it doesn't wave. It's that it doesn't fucking spike and plummet. Like I'm constantly spiking and plummeting. And I just really am looking forward to that day where it's just like little wave, like a baby fish. Yeah. Uh, I know, I know you guys have things to say too. And that I've been talking Lauren's ear off for the whole time and I swear I'll share her. So let me get to some of the things that are going on. You guys have asked questions, the Patreon and also in the super chat and the stream lab. So let's get to those. Jeff Aaron says, I resonate with what each one of you is saying more so than I can explain here. It's why at 45 years old, I quit my day job to concentrate on writing. Jeff just left his job and he's been training the, the people um, to take over and doing his thing, but he's leaving and does not know exactly what that looks like. Um, and he's been wanting to do that for a long time. So we're really, really happy for him. Um, and excited so proud for of you. that journey brings. Yeah. So proud of you. That takes so much courage. And astrologically, I know because you're kind of getting into the, all that stuff, Rox, it's very on brand with the age of Aquarius, which is what we're in right now. Age of Aquarius. It's just the song. Um, I don't don't know about what you're saying. I know that we're out of retrograde as of yesterday, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. And now we're in the retro shade, which is the shadow of the retrograde. So like that's probably why I'm going in and out tech wise. Um, But uh, the the age of Aquarius is all about rejecting convention, rejecting conventional thought, like putting out like really creative, interesting, innovative work, and also focusing back on like collective humanity. Okay. Collective Mm -hmm. humanity. That's something that I have, um, I need to hone back in on. Collective humanity. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like an island. 
And I also feel like I am not giving back in the way that I used to. And I feel like those things are very directly correlated. Mm -hmm. Like I just am kind of here. I think it makes sense because we're in quarantine and I'm by myself all day, every day for a year. Um, But so I don't feel like a part of a collective. And then I also feel like I'm not doing my part to give to the collective. So I, I do feel like this is a collective. Yeah, I was going to say, your show definitely is. But I know you've also volunteered a lot in your life. And yeah, like, you just haven't it, been able to do that because yeah. of places are closed and not taking volunteers right now. And, and um, you know, we've done a bunch of fundraisers on the show over the last several uh, over the last several months. So over the last year, and that's been great. But like, I'm a very hands-on person. Um, so during this time, you know, I, I used to volunteer at an orphanage in Mexico. I certainly have not been able to do that during this time. Um, I used to go down to Skid Row and help give um, clothing and distribute clothing and food. I have not been able to do that during this time. Those are not things that I'm saying here to like be like, oh, woe is me that I cannot do those things. No, um, it just, but it's it part of, feel, yeah. Yeah, it's part of like being alive. It's like we we're meant to be there for each other and be in community with each other and help people who can't you know, who aren't currently able to help themselves. So I yeah. think when you don't have that, a piece of you can definitely be lacking. Yeah. And even like things like you're 3000 miles away right now, majority of my friends all did the exact same thing. Like if anything's happening with you, I can't pop over. I can't be, mm -hmm. I feel like it's just so different on the zooms. The whole thing is just like so disconnected. I'm, I'm excited and looking forward to the day that it is more of a collective Again, and I know that that's coming just inherently by us coming out of this in incredibly traumatic year, which I don't even think any of us realize the extent that this is going to have like on all of our souls. Yeah. Uh, we all just went through a massive collective trauma. Yeah. 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 Oh, and we're still in it. And we're in it. And we're still in Forgot. it. And here we are still motherfucking in it. Yeah. Like I think you and everyone listening, like just remember that like just getting through the day right now is actually really a triumph. Yeah, it is. I, yeah. I don't feel that. And I know that. So I need to like, I need live this, it. I need this, the brain to go to the soul. Cause it's not, I don't know why when I say soul, I point to my heart. I know those are different things. I always feel like they're interconnected though. Yeah. I, yeah. I do. I feel like the heart and soul work in conjunction. So maybe the soul kind of part of it lives there. Sometimes I feel like my soul is like looking down on my body and being like, girl, what are you doing? <laughs> I know. I think that all the time, all the time. Um, by the way, Pink Sweets, who says, I just made my own Chipotle chicken bowl. Proud of myself. Hey, it's, girl. It's those things. It's those things. All right. I see that there are tons of stuff coming in in the Streamlabs and in the Patreon. So let me just make sure I get to some of these. Um, starting with Glenn Caesar, who put this in before the show even started today. He says, continuing to say it, Miles Cosgrove, Brett Hankus, and Jonathan McInerney arrest the cops who killed Breonna Taylor, all three of them for killing Breonna Taylor. Justice for all the people who have lost their lives due to excessive force. Say their names. Absolutely. We continue to talk about that on the show, no matter who is here, how short the show is, that is something we will continue to say for as long as we need to, and apparently we still do. Glenn also says hello and good afternoon, Lauren and Roxy, and all of your nicknames. Uh, <laughs> Lauren, Lauren, I've made them call me like 5,000 different nicknames over quarantine. None of them have stuck. Uh, Damn. Grammy and Popo, uh, much love to both of them. Thanks for hanging out with us. And on this hopefully very happy Sunday, peace, bunnies, hugs, and good stuff. To you and yours, thanks for being here and there for us. Good luck with all the hosting, singing, songwriting, filming, auditions, and or just booking any gigs that are coming up. Hope you guys have a good time smiling and laughing, and I hope that we can find and feel some joy in each of our days, our weeks, our months, and our years. 
Please remember you're kind, you're smart, you're unique, and being so unselfishly loving and supportive of others, including strangers on the internet or not, makes you worthy as such. Your story is important and deserves to be seen and heard. You are appreciated. Positive thoughts to you, Roxy, Lauren, and the rock stars who show up and give their support whenever and however they can. Don't forget when it gets tough, even if you're by yourself, you're not alone. Everyone who's battling, keep on fighting. We are in it with you. And saying it again, let's fucking go. Smets and everyone who is fighting today, uh, for today, tomorrow, and more. Smash cancer. Be most excellent rock stars. Show up for each other. And people who need it, that's what makes you cool. Cheers to fuck yeah news in 2021 and beyond. Glenn with wow. those, those positive comments all the time. He uh, should be a motivational speaker. That was amazing. I feel like he is. Based on the, Glenn, you should put this show on your resume. Because like, you you always bring the heat. I call him the mascot of the show because I do feel like he's just like, that's what he is. He's the heart, soul, team. So captain. positive and yeah. sweet and kind yeah. and loving. Yeah, it really, he really is amazing. Um, I want to get to some of these Patreon questions for Lauren. Weston Ira in here said, welcome back, Lauren. My question is, would you do a sitcom? If so, I think I know an actress you could pair with. I hear she likes bunnies. That's me. I like bunnies. Uh, uh, yeah. Do you know that? Oh, that was my dream. Really? Oh, yeah. Well, when I moved to LA, I thought that I was going to be there for three months and then have a sitcom on the WB lot. That was the plan. Yeah, same. And it's going great, actually. No, it's awesome. Honestly, my sitcom was amazing. You guys just all didn't see it for some reason. I know. It was so weird. Why didn't mm -hmm. you tune in? Yeah, strange. What would you, what's like your sitcom archetype? Oh, I mean, archetype. I think I would play like a Phoebe type really, really well. You would, do that. Um, you would smash that. Yeah. I My favorite show of all time is The Office, but I don't think I'm necessarily like somebody who like plays super subtle really well because I'm not very subtle in my own life. Um, but I mean, being on a show like that would be a dream. I can see it. Let's do I'm it. I can see well, it. Well, you know what? When I get back, if you're interested, I really want to, I miss acting and I just want to do it. And I think now, because I'm like further away from it, when I, when I was first trying to act, I wanted it so bad that I like pushed it away from my from me. Um, but uh, if you're interested, I would love to do something with you. A hundred percent. I'm always interested in working on anything with you. Um, and remind you guys at home, remind me to talk about that in a second, because Lo has been helping me with some of my creative endeavors recently. Uh, but I'll get to that. Garth McMurray says... Nice to see you again, Lauren. I think I first saw you on the Tomorrow Show years ago. Cool. My question is, what is your process when so writing a song? Does it come to you naturally or do you need to work at it? And what type of setting helps you write? Mm, that's a great question. So I'm a person who's kind of all over the place with my songwriting process. Um, sometimes the idea will come to me when I'm driving and I'll start singing into my voice notes. I sometimes get ideas in my sleep. Um, like I'll be in that state right between awake and asleep and um, I'll sing it again into my voice notes. Sometimes I'm strumming, strumming on the guitar and something starts coming out. Um, sometimes I write all in one session and get it done. Like I just wrote this song feelings. It's really cute and super catchy. I played it on my live today and Feeling? that song, it's really cute. Also I was thinking rocks. I don't know if you'd ever be interested, but I have my guitar next to me. So I'm happy to like play a song if you, if you want me to, it's your yeah, call. Wait, I, well, I want to hear what this is. So this song feelings is about liking someone when you really don't want to like them. <laughs> is that, but is that a good one to play? It's cute. If you want to hear it. Yeah, I kind of do. Well, I want to hear whatever you want to play for us, but yes, I think we all would like, I mean, send bunnies. I like that right one. Now, if you I want like to that one. Live, and 
I'll tell you the other one I really like is called Trying Babe. It's like it's they're both love songs, which you know I've I kind of never have done that. Yeah. Um they're yeah. like songs that are about love in a positive way instead of being like, you tortured me and I'm so sad. I think that okay, so both of these sound good. Um send bunnies if you guys want to hear. It sounds like everybody's already sending bunnies and saying that they do want to hear. So I think that that's gonna be a yes. Yep. Thanks to Ryan Payne and Mason Allen and Star Gonzalez and John Get Bent uh, for all confirming what I already knew that you want to hear Lauren sing and play guitar. Which one of those two you pick for us? Which one is better? Hmm. Not better, but which one you're more well, than moved? has been. Oh no. It's going to be challenging if during the song, it's a fro. If she freezes during the song, I'll make up the rest of the lyrics and I'll sing for you guys just to keep the show alive. And probably she can hear me right now, but we just can't hear or see her. It's so, so sad. Oh, she dropped out. Shit, just as about we were going to get to the song. This whole thing. All right, she's back. Yes. Oh, she's back and frozen. Pete just says she'll unfreeze. I like the confidence in you, Pete. I do like the confidence. John says the internet hates her. I know. I know. The internet hates me. Bruce Banner says, why? I really don't know. I really don't know. Well, she will figure this out, I believe. Oh, I think it's happened. Lo? Am I back? Oh, you're back. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's like you're here, you're perfect. And then you're gone. I know. What the hell? Like an angel. Um, I'm trying to think of which song. I think you might like Trying Babe better. So I'm going to play okay. that for you. All right. Okay. Let me get this. Let me just figure this. You here, entertain for a minute while I get my headphones set. <laughs> That's very, very hard for me. Um, should I do some juggling or what? Yeah, you guys are all saying that she's back and you're excited. I agree. Um, we're going to be hearing crying, babe. But in the there meantime, those of you guys go over. Have you already liked her video? Did you already leave a comment? I will read those in a little bit for anybody who did. It is the first link in the description. It's all caps because I am 12-year-old girl in the soul. <laughs> okay, Whoa, so now I wrote this song. Now we can barely see you. It's all oh, blur. really? Yeah, it's a, all a blur. It was all a dream. Wait, I'm, I'm taking you out and putting you back in. Might help. Okay. Am I still blurry? Yeah. Is she blurry? I know. All right, whatever. It's a good blur, though. I think it's fine. Yeah, you're coming back. You're coming back. Oh, when I get drunk with you, oh, we could be sober too. I wanna get married soon Oh, we could be just friends too Oh, I wanna hold you so tight Oh no! No! Lo, it's so good! What happened? It's Am I still there? No, you're here again! You're here, okay. you're here! Alright, um, where did I end? Hold you so tight? Uh, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah! I wanna hold you so tight and make up after we fight I guess I want everything But only you make me sing Oh, I wanna go to the show tonight So many people But it feels like just you and I I've wanted you in a thousand ways but I'm trying, babe. 
I'm never that now we dance I feel so small in your hands If I ever show away Your elements come closer, babe Oh, I wanna go to the show tonight So many people, but it feels like just you and I comments right now holy crap that Aww. one is awesome lauren like that song is fire i love when, it when did you write that uh november so good what are you gonna do with it i'm gonna record it i think i'm so um i they're freaking out right now are you watching this <laughs> me too you're all so sweet i i love your people so much i love you so much i mean it's cool because i really feel like you collect like the audience you have is reflective of who you are and it's really beautiful to see that that is true here um but yeah i love the song i don't know I it just makes me song. happy it I makes me really song. happy i'm i'm not in love right now but it, it makes me want to be in love and hopeful that I can find love. Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't that be fucking nice? Yeah. Yeah, it would. I know. I know. Uh, I can't wait till it's recorded so I can listen to it on repeat. But in the meantime, now at least we have it on this channel. So anytime you guys want to come back and listen to it, please do so. Uh, and I also told you guys, please go over at Freak Show. It's in the description right now. Let me refresh this page and see what's going on over here. Are you guys showing up for our girl, Lauren? Are you leaving those comments? Are you liking the video? DK, one minute ago, said gorgeous everything. What an amazing talent. Three minutes ago, John Bainbridge said, can't wait to watch this after Roxy's show. Four minutes ago, Mason Allen said, yes, Lauren. Jeff Aaron said, this is awesome. I feel like this could play during a CW episode. Glenn <gasps> Caesar wrote, just yes. fucking dope. Straight fire. Way to do the damn thing, Lauren. Yeah, yeah. Star Gonzalez wrote, 
so in love with this. Garth McMurray wrote, great music video, lovely song. Jake Yacovetta said, awesome video and song, Lauren. Star Drew wrote, very serene song, uh, talking about two sides of a meaning of life, light and dark. Quite a beautiful song, Lauren, right up there with Enya, Only Time, slash Orinoco Flow. Thank Ooh. you guys so much for commenting. Continue to comment over there. Like it. I will give shout outs to anybody else who leaves a comment over there. Thumbs up, all that great stuff. Thank you guys so much for supporting Lauren. She obviously has fucking earned it. Lauren, that one was so good. It was so good. I love it too. Yes. I love yeah. it when I love it. You know, it doesn't feel good when you love something you've done. Yeah. God. Yeah. And it's just so rare because I'm just putting out so much stuff all the time that like when there's one of the things that I'm like, ooh, that one landed. That yeah. one. Mm -hmm. Question for you though. Do you give yourself to actually feel into it after you've done something or do you just move on to the next thing? Move on to the next thing. Yeah. yeah. So I think, I think yeah. that that will also be a part of us achieving our dreams. I'm going to be really honest with you. I think that for us to get to the place where we both want to be, because we both have huge ass dreams, like yeah. huge ass dreams, like ridiculous, amazing dreams. But I think that in order for us to get there, like the universe needs to know that we're ready to enjoy it. Uh, uh, you're scared to you're scared you're scared i know no, no here's the thing like <laughs> i just like i do believe in the universe but i do not believe that everything happens for a reason i believe that we make things happen for a reason and so like i i know in my soul i'm ready to be happy and i'm ready to have success and i've you know i'm i'm i think what's challenging about that is when I moved here 11 years ago, I guess 12 years ago at, in the summer, I thought that I felt that way also. Mm -hmm. And now looking back, I know I did, was not ready. And yeah. I know I was not ready to have happiness. And I know I was not ready to have success. So I, I don't know. There's a world, I guess, it's in 10 years that I look back at this moment and think that I wasn't ready. But I, I highly doubt it. Interesting. Do you know what I mean? I do. But at the same time, so like every time in my life when I thought I was fat or ugly, I was so fucking skinny and so beautiful. And so I think about that now, like anytime when I like I'm to going toward being like, oh, I don't like my body or I don't like the way I look being like, well, what if you're beautiful now, too? And you just don't see it. Yeah. 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 I, I guess there's always the possibility that I'm not, but I think I am. I just feel like I fucking am. And I don't know. It feels different this time. Yeah. I feel like I am too. I, I feel like I'm definitely ready to level up whatever that means. I'm trying not to be, um, too outcome based though. Yeah. I know you, I know. It's hard. Well, I don't know that I'm ready for that part, but I hear you and it's planting seeds at least. Um, I know that there's more questions for Lauren. I'm going to get to some of these right now. Leonard Kim uh, in the Patreon said, from inception to completion, how long does it typically take you to create a song? So, so again, that one you just did, like what was, uh, I know it's different so for everyone. That was one day. I mean, that was a, that was like an wow. hour. That one was an hour. Sometimes they just want to come out. So my friend Jordan sent me, he had written that, the little riff that I played. And then he had written, um, the, I want to get drunk with you that like the first four lines. So I basically wrote every other part of the song, but he gave me like the seeds for what the song would be. Um, and him and I have a really, really great songwriting rapport. So it, after that, it just came right out. It was like an hour. 
So Lo, you sent me, I don't know if you remember this, a voice note of this. And like, I know that he had sent something and I was like flipping out over this song a, a little bit ago when it happened. But watching you play it live is so different. Wow. So different. What's different about it? I don't know. It's like got more like, I mean, it was amazing when you sent me the voice note too, but it was also in pieces at that point. Yeah. This, it, I, I don't know why the word hoppy like comes to me, but it, it like has this like, like exciting um, jitter, jittery energy to it. Like, did it like just, yeah. I don't know, whimsical and hoppy. Yeah. And that's kind of what it feels like when you realize like you like someone or you Somebody, love yeah. someone. You're like, oh my God, what happened? Play, it felt, it feels like, like the human incarnation of butterflies. I guess that's what it's like. Yeah. Don't fly away. Fly back um, home. Fly back to LA. Okay. Uh, all right. These are some other questions kind of random, but Sir Joker 40, who I love says, hello, ma'am. Oh my <laughs> God. Sir Joker says, if you could be a ghost, a vampire, a werewolf or a zombie, which would you be? And why? Ghost, vampire, werewolf. I think being a ghost would be really frustrating. So I don't want to be a ghost. Um, okay, it's too, vampire, like, you have to, like werewolf, weird messages zombie. to people. Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. Not a zombie. Um, werewolf or a zombie. Wait, werewolf or a vampire? A vampire? vampire werewolf. I think werewolf sounds like the most fun to me. Because then I could like feel what it's like to be a dog, you know, like go out and run run the streets and then go back to being a person. And I don't have to kill anyone. Because the hard part about being a vampire is unless we live in Twilight World, like I would have to kill people to stay alive. Wait, low though, in myth it depends on which kind of werewolf you are, but usually you don't become a werewolf until you've killed somebody. Oh. Mm-hmm. I know well, this from Vampire Diaries. Well, fine. Then maybe I'll be a vampire because they at least they have a lot of sex. Mm, that's true. That's true. And it looks good. Yeah. Glenn Caesar. Um, okay, Glenn, you asked a lot of, a lot of questions. I'm going to try to get to at least one or two. He said, when you're in a funk uh, or feeling off, what artist, song, or genre is your stress reliever? Hmm. Robin. Always. Dude. I have been listening to Ever Again on repeat. That's so repeat. funny. Because when you posted that, that's the song I've been listening to almost every day since November. Me too. And why? It's so Because weird. I don't want to be brokenhearted ever again. I'm never going to be brokenhearted I ever just, again. I love the sentiment because she Only does have so many songs yep. that are like sad and, and, and like, but to a good beat, you know? And I've listened to all those songs and resonated with all of them. And then when she put that out, I'm like, oh. If she's not going to do it, then I don't have to do it either. Yeah. Whatever Robin says goes. Yeah, it's true. Because she's just the freaking best. She's the truth. Um, I like that. It's like with genre, specifically Robin. And that's how we feel. You can't take it from us. Uh, all right. Going into the Streamlabs, streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer. Let's see what's going on in here. Uh, Popcorn says, hello, Roxy and Lauren. Have you seen Jin Cummings movies? He reminds me of Roxy, LOL. His directorial debut is amazing. He reminds me of me. I recommend watching it. It's called Thunder Road. Um, is it the Bruce Springsteen thing? Do you all have favorite indie directors? Isn't Jim Cummings the, um, uh, isn't it that floop from Spy Kids? You know who I'm talking about? Oh no, that's, mm -hmm. uh, Somebody else Cummings. Jim Cummings is the guy from, oh, this is the guy from, uh, who voices Winnie the Pooh, right? And isn't uh -huh. he? No, I think he had some Me Too stuff go down. I oh, think I interviewed him before that. 
I don't know. I, I, I'm missing part of this question, but I do understand that the last part of this question is asking us if we have any favorite indie directors. So Lo, do you have any favorite indies or indie directors? Unfortunately, no, I, I really need to work on my movie knowledge. Um, and it's certainly my indie movie knowledge. So I don't, but I, I love anybody who, you know, fights for their dreams. And I think a lot of times indie directors are people who've really fought for their dreams. Yeah. So respect. That's- That's very, very true. I guess um, it depends on how indie we're going, but I think that prior to Marriage Story, I would have called Noah Baumbach an indie director. Um, I really liked Francis Ha. Uh, He's very good, and I like Marriage Story a lot, too. Also, if you call Greta Gerwig one, hopefully that helps. Okay, you guys are telling me about Jim Cummings. I was thinking of Alan Cummings. Yep, that is who I was thinking of for Flute from Spy Kids. Uh, Winnie the Pooh is great. I like... Uh, you guys are all over the place right now, but it's been coming thing. All right. Well, good to know. Uh, John Granberg says, Roxy, I hope this helps with your upcoming move. Thank you so much, John. That's very, very sweet. Yeah. So you guys know I am moving in the next couple of days. We finally found the apartment. And I as it. I told Lauren right before this, Lauren goes, yeah, moving sucks. It's, it's just worse. It's just not fun in any way. No. I mean, the fun thing is when you get to live in the new place, but no part of moving is fun. Every part of it is torture. Yeah. And that's just the truth of it. And anyone who helps you move is your friend for life. They are your family. And you have to thank them for the rest of your your life because honestly, it's the worst thing in the world. And then like me with Michael Klaus and you guys are always talking to me how different Michael Klaus and I are. I know, but he helped me move and I'll never forget it. Yeah. And like during a tough time. During a tough ass time. When I was like so brokenhearted and I could not get off the floor and he was like, I'll move you. Like, I'm never going to forget that. Yeah. He hung all my shit too. Very, very sweet. Look, two, a couple of things and then a few more questions. Get them in now, guys, because we are getting out of here soon. Um, I wanted to hear about your meditation practice and what you've done and what you changed. You mentioned that you're doing something different. So, yes. So in the vein of I am attached to my achievement, uh, my worth is in what I do and and how how high I achieve. I had been doing for almost like a year or two a meditation practice that had to do with um, abundance and manifestation. And, and that's great. And I'm not going away from that. And I still think that's important. But I was like, what if I just did one that was a little bit more attached to me as like a spiritual being? Let's see how that felt. Because I was doing that every day and feeling really bad physically and emotionally. And so I started doing, doing the other one every day and feeling the, like the abundance. manifestation yeah. abundance one. Mm-hmm. And for a while it was working for me, but you know, I think a, an important part of our lives is like realizing that just because we've always done something a certain way, doesn't mean it's still serving us today and reevaluating. Right. So when I wasn't feeling good, I started thinking about, well, what do I need? And I'm like, I just feel like off, like I don't feel at home in my body. So I started doing a chakra balancing meditation. When are you talking about? When was this transition? This is actually only a couple of weeks ago. Okay. Yeah. So I started doing a chakra balancing meditation. I can actually, I don't, is there like a collective place that everybody from your community goes where I could post it? Um, well, what is it? It's a link. It's a YouTube video. Yeah. Well, we can put it in here. Um, Okay. We I can, can look it, for it. We can Let put me, it in here, but also, yeah, there is, I have a discord, but not everybody here gets to see that. Cause that's for only for the patrons. So, um, why don't we try to put a link in here? If you send it to me, I can just throw it up in here. Okay, sure. cool. Throw so, so anyway, it's, it's awesome. It's only 10 minutes long and you just go through the different energy centers in your body and picture them getting cleared. And here's an interesting thing. So like 
in the in the meditation, it says to like bring in energy to each different energy center. My first thought was like push it out. Like I literally like pictured my energy going around the world and I I realize like how much energy I give out but I don't take much in. So that's kind of been the biggest takeaway for me is like I need to take some energy in as well as giving it out. How do you how do you do that? Um I just Does I don't know 100%. I, I started by visualizing it and that seems to help. Cool. I I'm this is something that I tell you guys about all the time but just to reiterate I'm willing to try anything because you just don't know what's going to work for you. Like I'm always, anytime somebody suggests like journal this, do this, why the fuck not? I'm just always willing to, I'm willing to give it a shot because if it works for somebody else, it might work for me. I'm putting this in the comments right now. Um, and then Glenn, if you want to throw it in the discord too, for our people and, um, also to, um, Rob Fishbeck, if you want to put this in the time code link, um, just so people who are not watching this live have it, just because if it works for Lauren, it might work for us. Just, just try it. Yeah. I mean, the worst thing that happens is you spend 10 minutes like laying or sitting down and, you know, picturing different colors. It's, it's beautiful. <laughs> I like colors. Yeah. Evan Hooker in the super chat says, great song, Lauren, been songwriting since I was a teen and I'm trying to put less value on making it and just enjoy the creative process. Uh, I love this journey for you, Evan, because Evan is also um, going through a, a divorce right now from his, his high school sweetheart mm -hmm. and was talking about like what is next. And I think the fact that this is part of your finding of yourself and your creative process and what you're doing that sounds pro probably very promising and positive for you. Definitely. And I think that it's just so healing. Like that has been the greatest thing about songwriting for me. I really, again, I really want to make it. Like I'm not saying I don't want to make it. I just don't want my whole self-worth to be predicated on that. But I don't know. Maybe I'll never get there. Um, don't but say that. I don't know. Like maybe I'll never get to the part where my self-worth, I, like I said, I will never give up. No, but I mean, but I'm going to make it or die trying. <laughs> I think don't even put that. You've given us so many wise words today. And I think don't even put that energy in the universe. Like okay. you, you will. Okay. You All will. right. That sounds good. You're my stomach. Um, what? My stomach just went. Mm, oh, I didn't, so hear it. The microphone. I didn't hear it. <laughs> it was very, very um, But yeah, I think the, the biggest thing about creating is that it, gets like the thing that we're going through, it doesn't stay in us. And then it doesn't end with us. Like you can make somebody else feel less alone with what you make too. So even if it's one person, that's worth it. Glenn Caesar says, yeah, you can only cleanse yourself by taking in the appropriate energy and then pushing the gunk slash stuff that needs clearing first colors work. Well, Glenn's really into chakras. Yes, Glenn. Uh, yeah. Chakra King. Yeah. And just in general, he's super into meditation and always like grounds us. So it's something I'm not very good at. I want to get better at it. Um, and sometimes I'm in more touch with it than other times. But like, I don't know, quieting my mind has been very challenging during this time. I'm really trying to work on it. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, Rox, that acupuncture has really been helping me. Really? Yeah. And I like that because then you don't it's just like literally he's putting needles in my body, but then it starts working on your mental health, your spirituality, like everything starts kind of shifting. I just, anytime somebody's talked about it and maybe I should just try it and, and I will then I, it doesn't, I don't, 
you know, I'm a very literal person. I understand science and like, I'm not as good with the non. So I am trying to figure out like scientifically, how does it work? Well, all I'll say is this, um, Western medical insurance covers very little of anything alternative. Acupuncture and chiropractic work are the pretty much the two things, sometimes massage, but like really the only two things that are alternative that they cover. So there is merit and there is science in it working. I don't know if you have to understand the whole part of it. I mean, it, it basically balances the en energy meridians in your body. And it's been around for like thousands of years, like way longer than our surgeries and medicines have. So if something stood the test of time and is still helping people, I think it's worth a try. What's an energy meridian? Oh, girl, I don't fully know. But I mean, it's like it's been <laughs> it's I, I think it's just like the different energy places in your body. And if they're out of whack and they're not communicating with each other, then your body then you're like physically, emotionally, mentally out of whack. So they balance the chi, which is like the energy in your body. Okay. I got a lot to learn. I oh, me too. To learn. I know uh, a little about a lot. Before we get out of here, I am seeing a couple more comments on Lauren's YouTube video. If you haven't clicked on it already, make sure you do so. If you haven't listened to it already or watched her music video, that is the first thing you're doing after this show. Uh, I would have clapped, but my hand was holding up my whole body on my leg. So that's what would have happened. Weston Ira in here said, something to listen to again and again. And John G wrote beautiful song. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much for supporting Lauren over there and continuing to support her. Lo, I know that you're kind of all over the place right now. Um, and that I see that you're doing these Sunday morning shows. You've got a lot going on. So if they want to continue listening to your music, where are all the places they can find you? Yes. So I'm anywhere music is heard, but what I'm really pushing for right now, if any of you are on Spotify and you would take the time to follow me, that would mean so much to me because it really makes a huge difference. Like that's what, like Roxy talks about. There are some things you can do that don't take a lot of energy that really make a difference in someone's life. Following me on Spotify is one of them because next time I release a single, first of all, you'll be the first to know, but so second of all, them, like if it you alerts follow you. somebody, okay, you'll like get an email saying like Lauren LaGrasso just really, it says it's called release radar. Pretty cool. Um, but the other thing is, you know, Spotify playlists can actually be life changing. Like if I could get on one of those, I, I would have made it quote unquote, you know, like I could get uh, a manager that could really make a difference in my life, blah, blah, blah. It, there, it's kind of limitless to how it could change my life. Well, it's not blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I know it's uh, you and I both do this where it's like when you're, we're talking about where you can find us, it's like, blah, 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 you guys get it. But like, I don't know for those of you guys who aren't in this, in this space, like it really can make such a massive, massive thing. So if you guys are on Spotify, literally right now, just like grab your phone. I know because of me, if I don't do something when somebody's telling me to do it, I forget to do it. So just like pick up your phone right now um, and make sure you follow her. Thank you to Jake who put this link in here, open.spotify. You guys can see the rest, um, but find Lauren on there. This is the link directly to her. Make sure you subscribe. Rob says, Def will subscribe. Let me know Thanks, when you've done it, Rob. I only <laughs> want to know when you did it. Mm -hmm. So, so yeah, I really would appreciate all of you going and, and following me on there because it could make a huge, massive difference to my life and really give me visibility as an artist, which is one of my deepest, deepest dreams is to have my music reach millions of people and, and help them feel less alone. Uh, Bruce Banner says, that's true. Getting a placement on Spotify or Apple playlist is a game changer. So how does that happen? It's just enough people notice your music and then they put it on a playlist. It's kind of mysterious, but 
Oh. Spotify. It is like everybody's trying to figure out how to crack the code. But basically, you pitch your song to the editors of Spotify, and there's like specific people at Spotify curating these playlists. And if you can get on one of their top listened to ones, I mean, it, it's could change your career overnight. And they're more Star likely. Followed, thank followed, you. Who's already subscribed? Bruce, I that's love you. Love. Mason followed. Yeah, that's Thanks. a Brandy, my people. Thanks, friends. So yeah, it's um, and, and there. I what I've heard is they're a lot more likely to give you a chance if you have more followers and subscribers on there. So yeah, because it's less risky for them. Yeah, the more they already know people follow you and like your stuff. The more that they are willing to push for you, I get that. Evan followed, Stefan followed. Yeah, those are that's what's up. Um, so where else, Lauren? I know again, you you're on IG TV. Yes. IGTV, I do a, a live show. I've been doing it every Sunday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. So check that out. I play that song that I just played all the time on that show. And I mean, you can even request songs. Like I'd love to hear from you. And like, it's super interactive. I kind of think it's like a hybrid between my podcast, Unleash Your Inner Creative and a live show that I would typically do with my music. Um, my parents, I'm still here for a couple more weeks. So they're really funny in the background. <laughs> Um, and it's fun. Maybe so cute. She's so cute. She loves you so much. Wait, look at all these people. Glenn's <gasps> following, Rob's following. Brandy says, I'll follow Lauren wherever. Oh, Brandy. Following. John G's following. Yes. I love this. Yay. You're never too late, Al. <laughs> yeah, you're not too late, but we are getting out of here in the next <laughs> show. Yeah, so so follow along there on Instagram at Lauren Lagrasso. Also, just started TikTok. I'm trying. I don't know. It feels like outer space every time I go on there. But I'm at Lauren Lagrasso on TikTok, um, and also at Unleash Your Inner Creative. That's my podcast. You can listen to that wherever you get your pods. Um, yeah, just hu I'm hustling right now, rocks, trying to make it happen. I also feel I know it. You know, with everything we said, I do feel differently, and I I partially think that the reason I feel differently, like something's coming, is because. Um, I'm, I am ready for it because I am shifting my perspective and I don't feel so scared and attached to it in a way that is scary and clutchy. It's more like, this is the output of all the work I've put in and now something's going to return to me. I'm not sure exactly what it will be, but I feel like something's coming. Well, I think that we all feel the exact same way for you, Lauren, because otherwise, um, we wouldn't be as obsessed with you as we are. And uh, that I always, and everything you post, I write, I'm your number one fan. Um, and I don't do that to be obnoxious. I do it because I really feel like that. Like, I feel like I'm so excited that when you are this massive star, I'm going to be like, I hit it first. Like, that was like, I knew when all of you guys were sleeping on this, I knew. Um, and okay, I'll let your parents have number one and number two, but like, then I'm number three. I agree with that. I mean, you and and honestly, my ex boyfriend too. Yeah, he always, was great about it. Yeah, yeah, he he's been great. But like you are always the people who are in the audience singing the lyrics back singing to me. Every lyric singing and like every lyric. I love your song so much. I know. Yeah, every I can't even tell you how much that means. Like, Pete I'll says, never "Stalker that. Roxy." If I'm if that makes me a stalker. Stock on, honey. <laughs> and stock on. Yay, Rick's following. Mark's following. See, that's a nicer thing to say than Pete saying stalker Roxy. Stalker Roxy. Oh, and for the last time, I think that Lauren has frozen again. So I think that's our, our sign to get that F out of here. Oh, she's back. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, I'm still gone. Lo, thank you for joining us today. I love Rox, you. Rox, are you going to tell them the thing you teased about us collaborating on something? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, 
I had a sleepless night. You guys know I have many of those um, where I was really annoyed and upset with the situation that was taking place. It, it's a situation that I will tell you guys about at a different moment in time. Um, but something had just happened and I was like, I, you know what I was like? I was like, fuck this. Um, that's honestly like what happened. And there was a specific thing, like some words that were resonating in my head that somebody had said or whatever it was. And I was like, no, 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 actually fuck this. And so I, at five in the morning or something like that, um, started sending Lauren some frantic, I just started like recording voice notes on my phone and making lyrics to some, I've never written a song before. I don't know what it is, but I was like, I have a song inside me right now. Um, and so I sent her, what did I even, I sent you voice you notes. You sent me voice memo, a voice memo of <laughs> you singing a song. Uh, it, was, it was. And brutal. lyrics. Yeah. It was brutal. brutal. It was not brutal. You all, you know, I, from day one have said you have a really lovely voice and you ha obviously have amazing music taste, not just because of me, but just in general, you have great taste when it comes to music and you've always been able to carry a tune. Um, and so I was thrilled because I've always thought that this is something you could and should do. And I, I just instantly, it, as soon as you sent it to me, I'm like, I have to put this to guitar. So and I she, it, like made, she made something incredible of my trash, which was like the nicest thing that's ever happened to me. But I'm genuinely obsessed with it. And I can't wait for you to reveal it to the world because I want to sing it so badly. <laughs> I don't even know in what capacity that would happen. I think that like, I, I don't know. I don't even know. I don't know why I did it. So I have to like figure out a little more about it. And then like, mm -hmm. I'm hoping that Lauren will help me um, like partially try to like sing better. And I don't know, maybe we can like do something together on it. I don't know. Yeah. Well, when I get back, so I've been trying to like kind of figure out harmonies on it. Um, so when I get back, I think it'd be really cool to get together and just play it through and figure it out. Yeah. If you want to sing it live in some capacity, I think it'd be really fun. I don't even know. Ah, it's so nerve wracking, <laughs> but I was really, I was really happy because I had a song in my heart and then Lauren like brought it to life. And I was like, that's pretty fucking cool. Um, that just like, I felt a way and then you were able to do something with that way that I felt. Uh, I've never had that before. Cause I never written something like that. So you know, I write like I write my journal, I write poems, I write scripts. But the thing about those things is like they're kind of for you until you sell something or able to get it made. This was like pretty immediate. This That's what I love about songwriting. Yeah, it was pretty is that cool. you you think of it and then you can instantly do the thing. And I, I think that that's one of the beauties of it. and also like one of the beauties of hosting. You can do the same thing with hosting. Um but like, let me just clarify, you didn't just like throw something together. Like you had all the structure of a song. There was a verse, a chorus, a verse, a chorus, a bridge, a chorus. Like well, you I listen to a lot of music. So I, I was less concerned about that. Luckily I was like, okay, what is the simple Roxy? What's a simple song structure that you are not going to fuck up too much. Yeah, but and not everyone like, would know that like inherently. I just want to point out you have an inherent gift for this, for that to be your first swing. It's pretty wild. And I was singing it around the house and my mom and dad like started singing it with me too. So it's catchy. All I'm saying is y'all better not sleep on Roxy Stryer, the songwriter, because she's got it in her. I don't know about that, but like any any chance to team up with you, Lo, and I'm in. So like 
I, you know, I've wanted to learn to play guitar forever. Like I want to write songs. So I'm just going to stick with you and maybe something will happen there. It but definitely take, will. Take me with you. Take me to your leader. I'm taking you. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Um, I did see you guys said there was another Streamlabs in here for low. Glenn Caesar said, I'm so not surprised Lauren's doing a chakra slash spiritual energy center cleansing meditation. So not surprised. Laugh my ass off. Healing yourself first. Then go about working to help other people. Major energy meridians and chakras, aka spiritual energy centers. Yeah, I'm not surprised either because Lauren's all about like self love and growth and all of that. So she she puts her she practices what she preaches, which is nice. Ah, oh, I love it. I mean, I live for a chakra, Glenn. You and I can talk offline. <laughs> we'll, so we'll have a new right podcast now. called Chakra Chat. I have FOMO. I want to be in the chakra chat. All right, we're getting out of here. Much love to you guys. As always, don't forget to make your beds, put down your toilet seats and your lids. This is something we learned, Lauren. It's very, very important. Don't trend with the Holocaust. That's a new one we've added um, mm, as, a, as a lot of people seem to be trending with the Holocaust. And it's just, you never want to do that. Uh, reach out to your loved ones, anybody who might be struggling during this time, which really can be anybody. So make sure you're checking in on your people. I will be back tonight for the World Girls as we do our wind down. And we are asking Darina 21 questions. So those should be interesting. Uh, that is at 7 p.m. So don't worry, you won't even be alone for like five more hours. I'll just be back here. I'm always here. Uh, that's youtube.com slash the world girls. Follow Lauren on Spotify. Check out our IGTVs. Follow her on Twitter and Instagram. Um, and make sure, make sure you go listen to her song Freak Show. Leave that comment. Subscribe to her on YouTube. All that great stuff. Love you, Lauren. And Love you, uh, Roxy. I can't wait till the next time you're back live at the Roxy. Yay, same. Mwah. Love you. Love you.